This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash slash says who where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of says who unless it was this past Sunday when COVID shot two knocked us out and didn't happen. But usually, I mean, remarkably regularly, you get an extra episode of says who at patreon.com slash says who if you're a five or ten dollar a month backer that ten bucks that's just five bucks more than five bucks also gets you a sticker every single month as a member of the says who sticker club sign up by the first of the month to get the sticker for that month because that's when patreon runs the charges so if you want the may sticker right now literally today the 28th of april go ahead and get that sign up or do that upgrade so that you will be sure to get your may sticker patreon.com slash says who hello i'm here to tell you about books books Books, books, books. Uh, look, I'm going to tell you about a book called The Box in the Woods, which is a murder mystery. It's coming out June 15th. And I think you're going to like it because it is scary. It's about investigating a, a series of murders that happened in 1978 at a camp. And it's spooky. And that's my book talk for today, Dan. I really kept it short and sweet, but I wanted them to know. It's important. You got to know. Well, I think they. I think they already know. They know. Well, maybe they'd forgotten. They've been There's a lot here. of things that we have to hold in our heads right now. That's true. Books are great, and you have one coming. That's you know not necessarily number one in people's heads. It's good to remind them. Every and also, week. when you buy it, it'd be great if you just walked around for the day. And I'm not saying you should, but it, when and if you buy it, walk around with it. Just shut up. Show it to people on the street. And say, hey, have you seen something like this before? Wow, look at this. It's like Instagram, but people. That's right. Also, a thing that you should know about is merch for the Says Who podcast, which you can get at merch.sayswhopodcast.com, where you can get shirts and mugs and even a fanny pack and all kinds of great stuff. And if you are one of those 5 or $10 a month backers, you also get a monthly discount there. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Yeah, here's your order. Okay, hello. Uh, th- th- welcome to McDonald's. Can I? What? Hey, kid. Here. They got I'm... you working inside today, huh? I'm working the indoor counter now that we've reopened indoors. But you, um, want to see you? You just drove in here. Yep. Well, I I didn't know where you were, so I I came inside. Uh... But you. You're supposed to park your car before you bring it in. Well, kid, I don't know if it's, uh, it's not, as you can see, I'm not wearing a mask. So I had to make sure I was, I was safe. So. I mean, I appreciate that you're thinking about other people in that way, but I saw a few diners have to dive out of the way of your car was you came through the front window. And I don't know if there were any. Kids in that ball pit when you ran through it. Kids are very flexible. They adapt to situations very easily. 
Someone's going to have to replace that whole window. Yeah. I don't want to have to do all the paperwork for it. I'm going to have the chicken nugs um, with fish ermine sauce. That's a boysenberry shake. That's not, we don't have those things. And yucca fries. Those are none, none of those things. We do, we do have chicken nuggets. Do you want a four piece, a six piece, or a 10 piece? Of a 13 piece? That's not a number. Do you have that the fisherman sauce? That's no, we don't. Well, we kid, have, it's, a, it's a time of change. And I, don't you feel it's time to change up the menu because we're go- going through it? That's why I came in here today. I mean, you've got a very odd sense of who makes menu changes at McDonald's. Well, change sometimes has to come from the bottom up. That's not really the way any part of the fast food establishment is designed, to be honest with you. Well, it's fast food, right? So change should be fat. Look, I, I worked for a very stupid group of people, and I think maybe some of that is still affecting my thinking now. Uh, you don't get over something like that, kid. When you, when you, work, for, when you work with stupid, you, you lose the part of yourself that you, you can't get back, no matter... How many times you come to a place that you know and you love to talk to someone you respect? Sometimes it's not enough. I mean, enough. I mean that doesn't really explain the plate glass window situation. Hmm. But sometimes you got to break a window to get a few nugs. That's not an expression. Could be. Well, that's T- true. Times are changing, kids. Times oh. are changing. Okay. So let's uh let's get that fisherman sauce on board. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. Hey, it's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson. Wow, and I yeah, and I'm dancing. Tried to bring a little energy. Came in hot. Yeah. Feeling hot, Dan. Feeling hot, hot, hot. You know why? Why is that? Because I got zapped in the arm with some magic. Yeah, dose two. We both got dose two. Yeah, I was uh, I was a uh, almost a week ahead of you, but uh, you got you got your you got your number two of the dolly. Wait, you what what was what day did you get done? Uh, Saturday before this past one, I so, got my number so two. So on Saturday, your you're this coming Saturday. I'll be I'll be two two weeks. What are we calling that when you're the two? All right, it's not free, but you're. What do we call it? Do we have a name for it? I don't know that we have a name for it. Did you get? Is it your fun pass? You got your fun pass. <laughs> gross. Mm-hmm. That sounds gross. <laughs> I'm not calling it my fun pass. Call it the fun pass. How was your dose too? Uh, the dose itself was fine. Um, yeah, I I got it on Thursday night down at the Board of Health uh, in the 1930s style auditorium again, where I actually 1940s probably because it was full of as I noticed because I was there a little bit longer. Beautiful Works Progress Administration artwork, like the customized uh, City of New York doorknobs that I took a oh, picture wow. of and posted. Oh. 
the more you look around some of those buildings, the more th- these doorknobs are, I know it sounds boring, but they're incredibly beautiful oh, kind of art deco. They're hexagonal and they have this beautiful writing in them. It's There's all kinds of beautiful stuff around that building, which you find discover if you're standing there in line waiting to get an injection. I didn't have to wait in a line last time because the first time I went, I went at 11 o'clock at night in a rainstorm. So right. there was like nobody there. But this time so there this was, was a more regular hour. I will tell you what, though, that was quite an operation they had. Yeah, I mean, you're you're everyone's in like head to toe PPE. You're checked in multiple times with people, nurses wandering around with iPads. And then they have you sit. They assign you a spot in an auditorium where you are watched on all sides by nurses. Like there were nurses ringing the room that knew exactly when you sat down and were eyeballing you the whole time. And then when your 15 minutes was up, they're like, okay, you're, you can check out of seat 20 now. And it was very like, I've never felt so um, medically attended to in all my life. That is the exact opposite of the Walgreens Vax experience (laughs) where they're basically like, yeah, you could just kind of wait over there i guess i don't know like don't leave the store for a bit but you know it's fine whatever i have yeah, sort of surly and the room was literally ringed with nurses yeah in full garb who they literally tell you that you, they give you an assigned chair that's yeah. all spaced out correctly and they they are charting okay this patient was injected at this time sat down at this time it was I really good. I told my nurse mom about it. She's very persnickety because she was a boss nurse. She yeah. was like, that sounds like a good operation. So you know it's good if if mom mom Johnson is like, hey, that's all right. Because she is a hard ass. Um, but did you have any side effects? Uh, I, I had a sore arm like any shot. And then I would say uh, that Sunday, the day after, um, I felt a little bit kind of in the morning and then at like two o'clock i was like i am taking a nap right now like (laughs) like like basically like a walk fall and be asleep situation and uh took a nap for maybe 45 minutes and then woke up and i was like and i would say by eight o'clock that night i was like oh i feel fully human but it for me it was not particularly debilitating like i did everything that i had planned to do that day um as it was but i did i did have a heavy nap and then when i a little bit later in the day i was like oh this is what it normally feels like to be me in my body and i guess i didn't quite feel like this before but it was nothing major by any means yeah i because i got my shot around 5 30 at night and then i walked home uh, I stopped at a cupcake shop along the way and picked up two celebratory cupcakes yeah, to carry home for after dinner. One, a delicious chocolate, and one, a strawberry shortcake, which I then cut in half to make us perfect hybrid chocolate strawberry shortcake cupcakes. Yeah, yeah. I, I walked home with these carefully, and it was like two and a half miles each way, so I'm like carrying the box. I met Oscar at the dog park on the way home, so I'm holding this box at the dog park. I was trying to walk and walk and I'm drinking I'm guzzling water the whole way because I'm yeah they say to move and drink move and drink so because I was like tomorrow I'm probably going to be tired I woke up on Friday and I was like I feel okay I guess and then I 
because Dexie's new thing is when she wants me to get up, Oscar's gotten up because his day, he's kind of on calls starting around 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then she comes in to see me and she just stands next to me and barks. Okay. Like, get up, get up, get up, get up, Fine. get up. And then the minute I get up, she's like, okay, I've done my job. And she goes back to sleep. All I have oh, to do perfect. is stand and she's done. Good. So I stood up Thanks, and Dexie. I was like, I'm real tired. And I just went in and sat down with her on a chair. And all I know is that I woke up an hour and a half later and I had just slept. So I was like, oh, I got to get to work. So I went to my desk and I was sitting there. And by this point, you know, I sat there for a while, but around 10, almost like 11, I was like, my thoughts are kind of foggy. I'm just yeah. kind of sleepy. And I, I didn't, I tried to fall asleep, but couldn't. I just kind of threw up my hands and said, today is a sick day. I'm actually going to take a day off. There you I think. go. And I went and I, but Dan, here's me. So I was like, I'm going to take a day off and rest. But then after an hour or two, I was like, well, I should probably try to walk this off. And I'll, I'll what I'll do is I'll walk all the way to the green market and back. Oh, good. Yes. Which perfect. is like, what could go it, wrong? It takes like, you know, I would say it's about a mile and a half to get to the, it's a regular walk I make. It's like a 20 minute walk. Okay. But I was like, I'll watch the green market and then I need to like grab this or that. Like I, she needed a little more food. You know, it was just quick stuff like yeah. food items. And then I was walking and I was halfway back and I just said, I, I can't move anymore. I literally. Oh, no. I, I'm going to have to get a cab. I can't walk anymore. I'm so tired. Oh, no. So I had to take a cab the, like the rest of the way home because I, my body just said, nope. And then I sat on a chair for the rest of the day and. And Oscar was like, just take the fucking day off. Like you, you seem physically <laughs> incapable. It's like, you're supposed to rest. And then you decided to take, to go on to all these errands on <laughs> yes. foot. And I was like, I know. So I sat there playing parkitect and I'll no. tell you what, I worked very, very hard on my park and I set up a staff training center and I sent all of my staff to staff training all afternoon, <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> I'm and glad then if, when did uh, you feel human again? I felt, I mean, I felt okay. I just felt really, really tired and I had a little headache. Yeah. And in the evening, I was like, well, I have an event tomorrow, so I really need to be awake. So what I did is I took two over-the-counter of Z-Quil stuff. Mm-hmm. I took two of those right at 8 o'clock and said, I'm just going to take these and knock myself out. And whenever I wake up is fine. And I knocked myself out so hard that I slept for 12 hours straight. Yeah, you did. And then I woke up and it was over. I, I basically was like, I'm just going to sleep until this is done. And that yeah. way I can wake up and just get back to work. Nice. And then here you are. I have had uh, a couple of days of like now tired and a headache. And today was when I realized, oh, a year ago, everyone was playing the hot new game. Do I have allergies or do I have COVID? And then I remembered, oh, it's just allergy season. And I feel deadly tired with a mild headache all the time with allergies. But you also just got a big, beautiful dose. It's like we all get, we're all like, maybe we're going to get a snow day. Like we all have to, it's, we've never had a thing where everyone has to get an injection of something and every single person is like, maybe going to have, we're all waiting for a moment of, oh, do I get my second vax day off? Right. Yeah. It's funny also like you describing the WPA joint you were in and i was in a you know a a, a, a regular walgreens janice went to uh the united center which is run 
is a Max Vax site run by the 101st Airborne Division. So like she had full on soldiers doing the work. Um, and the teen turns 16 this Friday and his big his big wish for his 16th uh, birthday was to get the shot because you can at 16. Yeah, the Pfizer shot is good at 16. Moderna is still uh, 18. And uh, I got him a appointment first thing Monday morning or Sunday morning when uh, when they opened up for Cook County's for this week. I was able to grab one close by and we drove did a drive by on it later in the day just to kind of check out the scene. And it is an abandoned Kmart. And <laughs> if you look it up in Google Maps, there is still a K sign up on the uh up on the building. Now they have hung a um they've hung like a Cook County vaccine site banner over the over the K sign. But uh yeah, and uh, another person I know who got one through Cook County here, they did it in, I think, a closed Target or something like that. So it seems like at least here in Illinois, in Cook County, they worked with like the Spirit Halloween headquarters yeah, people did, to figure out where to put their sites. Was there no haunted Ferris wheel that you could have gotten it on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very, hey, it's very how, funny. He was, wait, he was pretty Dan, psyched because that's a what? brilliant idea. Imagine this. So you're on a Ferris wheel, you get the shot, and then it very slowly turns for 15 minutes. Oh, there you now, go. The problem is if you have a reaction, you're, you're at the yeah. top. But they could be like, we quickly, we need, and then they just speed you around and they get you. <laughs> it's not a flawless system, but it's, it's not, pretty good. It's not flawless, but it is a way of keeping people around. You could have a nurse sitting on each of the chairs and they, they just have to sit it's with right you. right next to you. And if you have a reaction, they give you a little EpiPen, like, there is a um, there is a Ferris wheel at Disney's California Adventure called the Mickey's Fun Wheel, and when they designed it, they thought, you know what, we need to do something beyond a normal Ferris wheel because that wouldn't be enough apparently, and so they built it so every other car in the Ferris wheel is attached instead of to the edge of the wheel to a independent sort of um, round track. So as the wheel goes around, the car sort of swings down and up. And Man, I, is, I hate that. I, I enjoy uh, thrill rides. I have never been more terrified in my life than that fucking ride. And that, you are stuck on it forever. Because oh, that's of, upsetting. I don't like that at all. The big problem with a Ferris wheel is that they always have to stop it all the time to then let, you know, the next car out. So you will be just on this thing and you will suddenly take this rakish plunge down and your car is swinging wildly from one side to the other while the whole thing fucking stops because they have to let the next car people out. It was the most unpleasant thing I have ever done at a theme park. Oh, I would take four out of van and super glue myself to the floor until it was over. It was horrible. Oh man. uh, Avoid. And I'll tell you as someone who was pretty good at parkitect, I, it's the little things that get you. I mean, my park is incredibly well run and has been turning a profit, but 
I did have my first fatality. And surprisingly, it was on the little model railway train <laughs> because I didn't <laughs> understand. You, well, I didn't understand I had to build a looped track because I thought the train would just kind of go back and forth. Oh, and then no. it just ran right off the end, killed a guy. It was the only person on there. I had just opened it. They got on. They instantly died. And I I was genuinely wow. upset for hours that I had killed someone on this little model railway. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, it was the only passenger. They had come wearing their oversized, their comically oversized cowboy hat that the idiots that come to my park seem to want to buy so much. Yeah, uh, and they got in line, and they got on, and they died, and it and all happened in them. like five seconds. I don't want to dwell bit. on it, but I mean, that's hardcore. The uh, the theme park game I play, Planet Coaster, doesn't have deaths. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't kill your fucking people. They just get annoyed. Pissy little fucking theme park audience. That will be excited about a thing and then not be excited about a thing. And then suddenly you're losing money hand over fist. Fucking little pieces of shit. What I like is you can zoom in really close in Parkitect and listen to what they're saying. And they talk like this. (laughs) And they all have their little God. The second I opened that little goddamn hat store, they all just popped out with the giant cowboy hats on, and then all these little giant cowboy hats started circulating the park. And I was like, "Man, this is just what people are like." Ah, <laughs> uh, Maureen Johnson. Well, Dan, this brings us to an important question. Okay. Well, I mean, well, first of all, let's discuss this because we're in now a period of, you know. We're approaching where the period where a lot of us are getting our fun pass. We are going to use that term. We're not going to use that term. It's a horrible term. Why is it a horrible term? It's a fun pass. You get, hey, I got my sh- I two weeks after my shot. Got my official fun pass. Mm. Well, in New York, we actually get something called the Excelsior Pass. Really? Yes. We what? get issued a special thing called Excelsior, which it's Excelsior, but I can only say it Excelsior because it's so dumb. But it means that it's it's been two weeks after your vaccination and you upload your official record. The, the New York, well, actually, you just put in your name and birth date and it'll look up your record. And if it's 14 days after your shots, they give you Excelsior. And it's a little... What? QR code that you can show that says it's 14 days. I've I've had two vaccine shots and I've passed 14 days. What? And, and it gets you in like, for example, if you want to go see a baseball game or something, you can show your Excelsior pass and it in or like certain places you could say Excelsior and they'll be like, oh, okay, I can see you've been vaccinated. My mouth is agape right now. Excelsior. It's our fun pass. There's nothing like that here. Mm-hmm. A scannable QR code that just says vaccinated two weeks of us. And they named it Excelsior. Excelsior. It's, it, it's Excelsior. After Stan Lee? How did they? What was know, the man. meeting that came up with? I don't know. We're the Empire Excelsior. State. Maybe it sounds like. I don't know, but we get our Excelsior pass. Uh, so I'll be eligible for mine in it's horrible. just a little over a week. And then you just flash your little QR code. I'm sure maybe there'll be a code for my Apple Watch where I'll be able to flash it and say, Excelsior, and they'll let me in. (laughs) And then it's baseball games all summer for you. 
I would fucking go to one at this point. I don't give a shit. I, <laughs> it's happening. Like, I'm starting to put things into the schedule. Like, I'm getting my haircut in yeah. a, like over just just past the date. Yeah. So whatever a week and something, but I put it as soon as I had the dates for my shots. I was like, I guess I'm gonna schedule them. It's been a really long time. Can I get my hair cut? Um, and Oscar and I have decided that next weekend we are going to go to the walk-up cocktail. Like you can get the cocktail at the window and then we're mm-hmm. going to sit outside and drink it. Boom. And we feel that we'll be, we'll be at 11 and at like 11 and 13 days respectively yeah. or something like that. And so we sitting outside to sip our drink we have finally decided that's okay. That seems, yeah, that seems very, fine. Very reasonable, yeah. So it's... Uh, In fact, as we are sitting down to record, the CDC just issued updates to its ma- outdoor mask guidance uh, saying Americans who are fully vaccinated against the coronavirus no longer need to wear masks outdoors if they're walking, running, hiking, or biking alone with members of their household, or if they attend small outdoor gatherings. But they are maintaining uh, advice for other safety measures. This is from the New York Times saying vaccinated adults should continue wearing masks and staying six feet apart in large public spaces like outdoor performance or sports events, indoor shopping malls and movie theaters where the vaccination and health status of others would be unknown. Well, you know how you can know fun pass Excelsior! <laughs> that is i have not heard a single thing about this okay be a part of new york's safe reopening get back to your favorite businesses and venues with digital proof of your covid 19 vaccination or negative test results attend sporting events arts performances and more Excelsior pass supports a safe reopening of new york by providing a free fast and secure way to present digital proof Think of it as a mobile airline boarding pass, but for proving you received a COVID vaccination. Think about it as a mobile airport boarding pass, but for your life. But for your life. Think how fun that is. (laughs) Yeah. So you can get it as it's an Apple app and you can print your pass from the Excelsior Pass website and bring it with you. And then businesses can scan your pass. Who knew? I did not know. Yep. That is wild. I tried to get my, like, I clicked the link to see what happened and put in my information. And it, it just asks for, like, it gives you a list. It's like, which of these dates did you get your first shot on? And you pick it. And this is, you're not eligible yet. Come back when you're eligible. So it, it does wait until 14 days after you've got your shot. And then it, wow. like I said, New York seems like I, I went to a place that was, then I went to a place that was full of nurses up and down the walls and it was very efficient. Yeah. Oscar got his done at a CVS in Queens. Yeah. Um, I was actually trying to reschedule my second shot just because I wanted to see if I could get one of those appointments under the whale. <laughs> I know it's dumb, but I was like, what if I could get, what if I could get it under the whale? But it turns the out whale they, is fucking great. They make you go to the same. Cause I also tried to get one literally a site opened up with walk-in appointments across the street. Oh, wow. And I was like, can I just go over there? And I went in and they were like, no, you have to get your second shot at the same place you got your first. Oh, wow. So they make you 
you have to have matchy matchy shots here. Got it. But that, I mean, they make you do matchy matchy. They stare at you and then they give you an Excelsior. I'm going to keep saying it because it's so magical. And so we're going to have to carry around this dumb pass with us. (laughs) (laughs) That is so wild, though. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, there's a whole bunch of shit bags that have decided to now make uh, proof of vaccination and vaccination, uh, uh, making vaccination a requirement for various things. Uh, They've decided to make that their new thing to be shit bags about. And Mm -hmm. I have not heard a single thing about the Excelsior Pass in all of that discourse. Oh, wait till they find out. They're going to lose their minds. Well, I mean, you would expect they would find out most of them live in New York. They just rail against it. You don't have to get it. It's not it's not mandatory. Right. But you can get one if you want. And it's just a QR code that, you know, will help you go through things faster because it's just proof of vaccination. But that is wild. I, I assume that it would help at places certainly like the airport. Right. We'll have... Because we are now, Dan, starting to officially prepare and for a trip to England to see Oscar's family. Wow. Hopefully in three months. Nice. But there's a wrinkle, Dan. Oscar is getting his green card. So and all of that got gummed up during COVID. Basically all that kind of stuff stopped. Right. So we applied during COVID. And then with the thought of like, well, we're not going anywhere. Like right. Because you can't travel when you get your green card stuff in. You can't leave the country. So we're like, and it's time. It was. It happened to be time for us to apply. Yeah. Because you have to apply like two years after you get married. It's the whole thing. So we sent it in and nothing has happened. But now we, his father, you know, his father had a health issue. We need to get over there. Yeah. And so you have to get this piece of paper that's called advanced parole that allows you to travel <laughs> in and out. It's like the opposite of an Excel. It's like an Excelsior, but it's a lot less fun. And it costs $600 and it takes two to four months to get. Oh, or you wow. can ask to expedite it, but it's up to them whether or not they do it. So we're in the process of trying to get this advanced parole document. Holy so cow. We're gonna, uh, to allow us to travel in three months time to go and see his family. And also... The UK is now on the USA's red list, which means on the that what list? The red list, which is okay. countries to be careful about. Oh, okay. So th- it's basically like you're advised if you're not vaccinated to be really careful, but right. like A will be vaccinated and B, we're talking about three months from now. Right. So and we're traveling for a reason. Right. We're not just like you know, we'll be able to travel, but it, it's really complicated then. But we're, we'll have our stealthier. We'll have to try to get this advanced parole. We <laughs> There's so many steps between us and getting like being able to travel on this plane. Yeah. But then you uh, get the fun of uh, being, being in an airport plane. and traveling on a plane. Yeah, I don't even know. It, it, it's going to be so wild. But I, I partially I was concerned that we wouldn't even be able to get seats. Because they've reduced the number of flights. Um, right. And everybody's going to be like, let's go. Right. So weird, Dan. But yeah, I'm going to get my hair cut. We're, we're trying to get permission to travel. Like, it's a good thing it's happening slowly, I guess, because it's so 
much. It's psychologically, a lot. it's so much. Yeah. It it's is. not even necessarily bad. It's just all very weird. Yeah. Yeah. It um I've been thinking a lot about like the fact that it's you know, one of the ways that I have thought about kind of how I've made it through in the last year is like dipping myself in amber, right? Like is how I've thought about it, you know? And now suddenly it's like, oh, uh, wait, that felt easy. And this feels hard, you know, yep. like suddenly, uh, like somehow hitting the pause button as frustrating as it was, as hard as it was, like, uh, felt easier than Unpausing. kind of thinking about what it means. Also, it's just like as a parent of a kid that won't be vaccinated for a long time, it's we still exist in the world where the guidance is, well, you know, it's yeah. it's cool probably. And it's <laughs> Who knows? Like, well, yeah, you know, like it's like, wait, no, hold on. I would like not that. I would like to be in the world uh where the guidance is clear and not uh, still be in the position of, well, you should feel, do what you feel comfortable with. It's like, Jesus. So, yeah, that's the thing that's hard is like, we don't know, you know, like it's, we have a, we have a five-year-old who won't have a vax for a long time. It's wild. When I think back then, this time last year, April 27th, you know, April was the New York kind of hell month. Yeah. I mean, it was, there's so much death and yeah, the most I ever did was occasionally we had to go, I had to go to Walgreens and occasionally I had to go to the CV, uh, to the, uh, the ATM to get some cash. And I did yeah. it very seldom, but I dressed like I was going to Chernobyl to do either of these things. And I would pass, the only people you really saw out doing very much were people that were from the local hospitals in their scrubs. And I remember kind of walking along and thinking, oh my God, thank you for going to, to do for what you do. And also, I hope you don't die. Right. <laughs> or the day I saw a tour bus, like one of those big old like cruiser tour buses that take you like, you know, one of those giant, giant buses. Yeah. And the little card in the front said, like it was like the nurse bus and it was oh, wow. full of nurses that had come from other parts of the country to help in New York because yeah. of what was going on. And so it would shuttle them between the hospital and a hotel. Yeah. And it, one of them was parked nearby. And I was like, we're actually at the point where like basically aid is being landed in New York. Right. And now it's April 27th next year. And I'm like, got my fun pass and God, I wish we weren't calling it that and talking about haircuts, talking about haircuts. Yeah. I won't cut my knuckle off again. Well, you'll figure out a way. I will figure out a way, but <laughs> you will figure if anyone can make that happen, Thank Maureen, you. it's you. I believe in you. Well, I, I injured my, I got my eye injury around this time last year and I took care of it at home. Yeah. When the, the dog patch still looks good on you. I'm telling you. Yeah, I was like, sure, I may have scratched the, the surface of my eye, and that's a problem, but oh well, <laughs> it's just going to have to be a problem. 
I am excited for one of my first post two week vax. I'm not calling it a fun pass. Uh, things will be going to the dentist and I am excited for the moment that they are like, so anyway, you need a whole new mouth. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen to me. <laughs> like They're just going to be like, it's cool. Uh, this one served you well, but you're going to need to get the upgrade now. Dan, as I've told you, I have a haunted mouth that's full yeah. of terrors and I have so many crowns because I have a soft teeth by genetics and B terrible dentistry that's been done on me over the yep. years. But one of my crowns has basically turned to dust and it had been crumbling for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but this last year, there's it's now just the metal. You can see the metal of the of the ceiling underneath. And there's just one little bit of porcelain still sticking to oh, the no. outside. Oh, it's just no. like a little. T- it looks like the remnants of a Roman temple or something like you just see that one little bit of what was there. Yeah. That's it. That's all that's left on it. Yeah. I have told you about the dentist that I frequented in my 20s named Dr. Weiss, who had no dental hygienists and you had to hold all of the tools that he would put in your mouth and there was blood on the ceiling and he Mm, would occasionally have to take calls uh, that were about horse racing debts. Yeah, that's my that's my mouth legacy. The legacy of Dr. Weiss. I'm going back to my beautiful dentist, the one I pay an arm and a leg for him, but this guy is good with teeth. And since my teeth are terrible, Dan, I invest every spare cent I have into good dentistry. And this man has a gleaming white office. It's very artistically designed, but everything in it is white. The floors, the furniture, the cabinetry is all... It looks like the set of 2001, a goddamn space odyssey. And it's just totally cold and marble and pure. And you could tell that he likes you're getting your teeth done in an Apple store. It's so much more sterile than an Apple store. You could tell that he, it's just that he likes everything to be extremely clean and aesthetically like smooth. Yeah. And he's an, he's an incredible perfectionist. It's so clinical and scary, (laughs) but I tell you what, this goddamn, this goddamn guy is good with teeth. (laughs) A spooky office. It's always playing like actual jazz music, but nothing you really like, like girl from Ipayena kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And everything is he's he's a real skinny white dude who looks like a guy who might own a bar in in Brooklyn, but instead he's just like this incredibly precise dentist that speaks very quietly, just like this. And his sterile white office, and he has a, a VR headset you can put on, and what? then yeah the fuck i hate the girl from the baena it's just the song that drives me crazy but uh yeah i'll see that goddamn guy and be like fix my goddamn teeth and i'll be like oh hi i also at dan side note have a very small mouth which i've probably mentioned before i have a tiny tiny mouth and they have trouble getting tools into my mouth because it's so small that <laughs> one time they almost, they actually, I think, did dislocate my jaw slightly trying to get to my back teeth oh to my do a God. root canal. I had many, I have many horror stories, but my, my, they, I had to sort of have my jaw put back into position because they had to stretch it open so much. So every dentist that has to work in the back of my mouth comes out looking older and sadder and like <sighs> regretful of all the choices that they've made. And this guy was so almost defeated by working in the back of my mouth. He set my crown back four times. And he was like, 
it's just very difficult getting back there. And I'm like, I know I got tiny mouth problems, but I have an healthier past. So fix my fucking teeth, sterile dude. And he doesn't like being called sterile dude, but I'll tell you what. I pay my bills on time, fix my teeth. <laughs> he put my new front teeth in there because I have fake front teeth. He put my new front teeth in. He didn't like the work that my real right winger dentist did, the one that used to read me the the, uh, the, the um, Affordable Health Care Act when I had my mouth full of gauze and say that it was uh, designed to kill senior citizens and played Rush Limbaugh oh, out loud during the appointments that my, my guy was like, whoever did this work on your front teeth did a very, very bad job. I was like, that was the guy that used to play Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Excelsior. So anyway. <laughs> All right, then. I'm going to get my goddamn teeth fixed. I'm going to get my hair cut. Pew, You're pew, ready. Pew. We're going to have someone come and visit. Whoa. Yeah. I know. We're going to see a person. <laughs> That's. I don't know how to do that anymore. Someone's going to come in and see our little camping table that's been our dining room for the last year. <laughs> we live, and I just realized, I was like, I wonder how she's going to react to the fact that we do everything around a four foot long folding <laughs> camping table. It is. I think that one of the things that is hard to wrap my head around is just how fully feral we've all gone now. Like, we yeah. live in real filth at this point. It's just like, it's cool. Like, what I am I going to show the her? the other day and I was like, this is wild. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that's just how it goes now. I can give her the tour. I'll be like, Here's our camping table where we eat all of our meals and do everything. And here are my plastic bins. I bought these in the first week or so. And I'll tell you what, these plastic bins, I do pretty much everything in the bins. So if you need a plastic bin, you just come see me night or day and I'll get the bins out for you. Now, come on over here and I'll show you where I keep the emergency water storage, which I also got in the first month. I keep it behind the chair and a half here in the corner. You think it's like oh, just a lamp back there, but it's not. It's also all of our emergency water storage that I got in these water cubes. They're real heavy, and I got to refill them soon. Anyway, if you come over here, I'll show you where I keep the noodles and beans. Oh, Do you want a Gatorade from true. my closet? I got a box full of Gatorade and Tylenol because early on they said, don't take Advil, take Tylenol. So I bought a bunch of Tylenol and I keep it in a box full. And then the Gatorade sits on top of it with all the gloves. Do you want any gloves? We don't really need all these gloves anymore. And I've got 15 boxes. So anyway, if you need a box of gloves or a bin or some emergency water, you can just come and get me. Uh, yeah, you just knock on the folding table and I'll bring you a box of water and a gator and a box of gloves. <laughs> You're set. What's happening You're to set. us? What's happening to us? Uh, Do you want to ride on my folding bicycle? I bought that early on, too. It's a bicycle that folds like a great big ironing board. You can't really fold it flat, so we never fold it because it doesn't really stay folded. But if you want to ride it, it's next to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my thing right now is that I am so over food. What? I just, every day now, the act of feeding myself and the rest of my family is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> if someone were to suddenly be like, here is a case of something that you can just drink. Like, here's your case of Soylent. They're like, thank fucking God. <laughs> I am over it. Like, I, Janice and I were both talking about it today, where it was like, just like this, the act of feeding this fucking meat body that I lug around still is just absolutely the most disheartening thing. It's just like, fuck, not another thing. Gotta do. So I'm not really. What's it going to be like when you? We, I'm like, we're going to go into a restaurant and they're going to give us something. I'll be like, someone else eating with this fork? Oh God, this is, place is weird. Like they give you plates that other people have used, and I don't, I don't understand. Like I have to hold a menu. Well, what yeah. do I wipe it with? <laughs> yeah. What was what was this food that came to my table? How was it wiped down? Did you spray it? That's okay. I brought my mini lights off. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this, though. The weather has gotten very nice here. Like in the last two days, it was 40 degrees on Monday. And then yesterday it was 75. It was just like, hey, how about spring? Cool. Let's do it. And uh, I bought a very cheap, it cost 20 two dollars or something inflatable couch that's just two big ass air sacks that you open and like run for a second and then oh close. yeah like those those like you just kind of go whoosh yeah like a, like a like a like a windsock or something exactly exactly and uh it's like when it inflates it sort of looks like you're sitting in a canoe yeah like um yeah, you just do this thing and then you roll it up. And uh, I actually bought one. The last time it was nice, I bought one. And then by the time it arrived, it immediately started raining. And uh, the teen and the five-year-old decided that it was the most fun thing that has ever come into our house. And uh, they began to play a game where the five-year-old would sit on one end and then the teen would jump on the other and the five-year-old would go shooting into the air. And... um they had a very good time until they popped it. Um, but I decided that I would shell out for another and give them a lot of glaring looks about not doing that again. And yesterday I worked and then I went upstairs and I said, I'm going to sit on my inflatable couch. And I inflated it outside and I sat. And honestly, Maureen, I was like, this is all I ever want to do again, period. Never anything else but write this right now. I didn't do shit. Just laid there. It was still enough that eventually the birds were like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's eat. And uh, they were just flying over. It was great. I've been think I've looked at those. Because last year I tried to buy a collapsible hammock that you could came in its own stand. Right, that's but right. But it never arrived. And then I kept saying, where's my hammock? And they were like, Oh, we're in a war with our distributor. You have to join our army. And then I was like, oh, God, I've been recruited while trying to buy a hammock. So I just stopped going outside. <laughs> uh, I would say that they are $25 and seem it. 
Uh, this one will pop as well, even without being treated like a theme park ride. And uh, also, it was glorious. Yeah, what are they called? I just t- called, like, I just looked for inflatable couch. And there's like 7,000 different ones that are all basically the same price. Inflatable and probably... sofa. All right. Yeah. They're just kind of. They're literally just two big tubes of nylon that have plastic on the inside. And uh, you just inflate them and then roll it up till they're kind of tight. And uh, it was glorious. It was glorious. It, it was looks- glorious. It looks like something that should float on water. It probably would, except that it would be very unstable. It is unstable even to, like, you kind of have to get in and it almost tips you over. And then you find this, like, equilibrium and suddenly you're in heaven. Yeah, these look nice. It was pretty good. Oh, man, it looks really good. Yeah, it's getting that way, Dan. We'll be able to step outside and... Also, I think we're going to have to burn our actual sofa um, because it was it was well worn before this. Yep. But at the end of this, like the one side is now visibly sagging. Yeah. It just doesn't. We are in a similar sofa situation. We have a giant hole in <laughs> in one side of it now, and it only gets bigger every day. Yeah. At some point, the the teen usually sits on the whole side. At some point, he's just going to slip in. We also, have I told you that we have somehow managed, well, I'm not somehow. The only room in our house that is large enough to do any type of workout in is our living room. Um, because the basement down here only has a six foot high ceiling or six and a half foot high ceiling at its highest point. So you can't do anything that involves putting your hand over your head or mm-hmm. jumping. Uh So all workouts happen in our living room. And at some point we have cracked a floorboard. (laughs) So like there's like a hole in our living room floor. There's a hole in the couch. There is more fucking dirt and grime and shit everywhere than you can even imagine. The toys that the five-year-old takes out are just stay out forever. I have started reading again, and now I have a pile of books next to my bed that it is that is taller than the bed. It is uh we have gone full feral. Full feral. It's good though. It's all right. I guess. Look, Dan, it's fun pastime. And you know what that means. Uh, I just realized that's what this episode's gonna be called, isn't it? Oh, we'll see. We're going to Disney Disney World this year, Dan. I believe it. Are we? I believe it, Dan. This year? I believe it. Okay. I think that things are happening so fast. Things are happening so fast here in New York now that they ha- everybody 16 or up can get vaccinated and there are walk-in appointments. Yeah. You just walk in and get it. It's just the number, like, that's just here. But I'm just saying that while there are terrible things going over go happening in lots of places in the United States in general vaccination numbers are skyrocketing yeah so by say the end of the year it seems like anybody who wants to get vaccinated will have been able to get vaccinated by the end of the year 
I mean, I think that the goal currently is by by the end of the summer that yeah. the you know that the vast majority of American adults at least have been vaccinated. The thing about Disney to me is there's like there is the okay we can go and do this thing in our town that is like the two of us picking up a drink and drinking it outside or uh, going and getting a haircut or whatever. And then there's the like, I'm going to go and hang out with 15,000 other people. That's the part that's harder in my brain. I think that we will get more used to the first time I step into the airport to try it when we try to, if we get our advance parole and get to go to England, um, that's going to be wild. Yeah. Um, here's another question, Dan, and I don't. Maureen's Facebook corner. So, oh no, I'm trying to figure out how not to be angry at people that never did the work all along. Right. People that were like, I went out to eat. I did this. I did that. How? And <clears throat> I mean, do you have to be not angry? Because it seems like there there is a certain group of people that spent an entire year demonstrating who they are. And maybe at the end of that year, you don't have to give one shit about them. It's not that I give a shit about them. Not I don't want to. <clears throat> I'm coughing because I am. Um, <laughs> it's allergy season. And uh, I'm, I, I have the urge to rant and and ranting is not useful. Right. You need to just not p- pay attention to them. Oh, Those, how? Just don't fucking literally search their name in Facebook. <laughs> That's how. Dan, do you see this look I'm giving you right now? Yes. You're letting them stay rent-free in your head. Yeah, well, At me- least charge them rent. The rent is my rant. <laughs> exactly. The rent is the rant. I would just save your energy for the people that you like. I don't want to rant at them. Right. But I so want don't to rant. So save how can your I rant? energy to look into the people that you like. Oh, don't. I'm sorry, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Eh. It's an opportunity for us to change up. I know. But what if we just were the same and more embittered? <laughs> Well, that's another option. Have you thought about that? Me, I'm just going to stay on my inflatable couch, drinking a Soylent, never eating again, never doing anything again. Just be like, what happened to Dan? It's like, I'll just still be out on my inflatable couch. I'll, like, I will literally just shit a slurry because I have only imbibed <laughs> Soylent for the rest of my life. The uh, The couch will be mostly, you know, oh. disintegrated at this point due to the acidic nature oh. of the diarrhea flowing oh, through Dan. it. Meanwhile, but I'll I'm be just, happy, Maureen. Oh, I'm going to sort all my beans in my plastic bins. But I'll be happy. For the first time. So grim. Well. That's Dan, what it is. if that's your fun pass, that's okay. See? There you go. 
This episode <laughs> of Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. And I bet you regret it. No. Uh, that's where every Sunday you get a whole nother one of these. I bet I bet this Sunday's episode will be 100% shit slurry free. It's my promise to you, Patreon backer, at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music was performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You can join the fan run discord at tinyurl.com slash says who discord and you can spread the word subscribe and leave stars and reviews on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to this very podcast you can join us next wednesday may 5th for our next episode and from my inflatable couch in my backyard in chicago where I am in my dreams, sitting in a dark basement instead. I'm Dan Sinker. I'm Maureen Johnson. Excelsior! <laughs> this has been Says Who. I am generally, am- genuinely amazed that I've not heard anything about yeah, the Excelsior well. Pass. Have you just made this up? No. It's just you. Hold on. I'm sending you the a link. Marker. Right. Wait. Drawing a square. You guys just hang out. One second. I want you to hear the reaction when Dan, when I, I'm going to send him the link. There. Click that. All right. Boop, boop. Excelsior. Look at that. Be oh. a part of New York's safe reopening. You get a QR code. Wow. The Excelsior Pass. It, and it looks like it looks like a boarding pass. It looks wow, almost exactly really like does. a boarding yeah, pass. Yeah, especially if you fly United, it's like exact. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. basically a United boarding pass that says you've had the vaccine. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm well, what do you know? Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> oh, no. I got a pass. Oh. Want to see my pass? Oh, uh, I don't. My man gave me a pass. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Joe gave me a pass. Just uh, desperately hoping that you don't say fun pass. Uh, it is a fun pass. <laughs> it's a fun pass, all right. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, they gave me the shot. Uh, I could go on. No. But I won't. Thank you.